0: Amen. We thank and praise God for the teachers on this morning. Amen. Good teaching, good points. So, our lesson today is our burden bearer. And so, the big lesson idea today is what? I will cast my cares upon the Lord. Psalms 55 and 22 is the focus. And what does that verse say this morning? Amen. So the lesson text is coming out of 2 Samuel 17 and Psalms 55, 1 Peter 5. God will bear the burdens we surrender To him. Amen. Uh, So the lesson starts off talking about David's trouble with his son Absalom and the eventual betrayal by his own son. And and, and the the thing that we have to remember is, is that sometimes betrayal comes from the ones that we don't expect it to come from. Amen. Uh the old people had it right. Everybody ain't your friend. Huh? Come on, somebody. And a lot of times we have trouble discerning who is a true friend and who ain't a true friend. Oh, come on, somebody. Uh and, and a lot of times it's the ones that you do the most for that'll stab you in the back. Oh, come on. I guess y'all ain't never been there before. Huh? I'm just gonna talk to you real. You're just the ones that you do the most for that don't appreciate. Huh? And the saying is true again that you can't help everybody. Uh, Come on somebody. (laughs) Exactly. And a lot of it is the family members. Huh? And the ones that you stick your neck out for. The ones that you there to support them when they going through and when they down and out, huh? And then when they get on their feet, what do they do? They forget all about you, huh? Don't even call you. Don't even check on you. See, if you need a cheeseburger, huh? Come on, somebody. Hmm? It's them ones that you put all the stock in. A lot of times, them the very ones, oh, come on, somebody. Let's just keep it real. Amen. And we put them up on a pedestal. Uh Uh-huh. And most of the time, them the ones that ain't even serving God. Oh, I guess I'm in the wrong church this morning. They ain't even serving the Lord. They don't even want your God. Huh? But they want what you got. They want your money that you done got up and worked hard for deep. Oh, come on, somebody. Let's just keep it real. Huh? What they can get out of you. Huh? Because we live in a society where people have a leeching spirit. Let's just, you know, we just call it what it is. (laughs) Oh, come on here. The spirit of a leech. Hmm. Because, you know, back in the old day when they didn't have modern medicine, a lot of the diseases that they had to deal with, they dealt with them with a leech. Because they would put the leech on the skin and it would suck the impurity out of the blood. Uh-huh. And that's what they, that's what folk do in this day. They try to suck your juice. And then they leave you with very little for yourself. Oh. oh. They try to drain your faith huh you done worked hard to build your faith you done labored to build your faith but they want to drain your juice so then when it's time for you to go through you ain't got nothing left this is the spirit of a leech mm-hmm. y'all better stop letting folks suck you dry huh it's time for every tub to stand on its own bottom huh, that's natural and that's spiritual, huh? You naturally going through, well, get a job. Get you a side hustle. Do what you got to do to make it, huh? But my coin's got to be for me and mine's. I'm sorry. I can't support grown folk. I, I just can't. I'm sorry. Because, see, you know, I am to tell you a little something about my daughter. One thing about Vashti, she's going to make it happen. And she got to stick her arm out and donate plasma while all you broke folks sitting around waiting on a handout. Hmm? She's going to get some money. And see, that's why I have a hard time feeling sorry for folk. Huh? Because, see, you got to make it happen. See, I love my auntie. I, I, I love my auntie. See, I, I, lo- I, I love hanging up under them old folks, brother-in-law, you know, because you can learn some wisdom, you can learn some good lessons. Ain't nothing going to come to you, baby. You got to make it happen. <laughs> we waiting on folk to just give all their goods to us and just pull out and give and give while we sit there and receive. No, boo, you got to make it happen. <laughs> they ain't going to just come to you. Woo, my God. I like the old woman. Huh? <laughs> and she got to go to the bus stop and make her a lunch sack. and carry a sandwich and a bottle of water and sit there all day until she get what she need because she know how to make it happen. Oh, baby, well, you know, maybe I'm talking to the wrong church. I don't know. Uh-huh. Because, see. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, because we're going to eat today. Uh huh. And see, you got to have that same mentality. If you think you're going to make it in this time, uh-huh, you're going to have to know how to make it happen. You're going to have to learn how to use the resources that God done gave you. Uh huh. It ain't nobody else's responsibility but your own. Huh? Uh, I know it. I know it. I'm first lady going to get back to David and Absalom. You know, y'all don't like it when I talk like that, uh huh. So Absalom sought to kill his own daddy. Woo! Church folks killing church folk. <laughs> oh my God! The church killing the church itself. Don't know how to value and appreciate its own. Ooh, inside job, huh? Of division, schism, huh? Cutting out each other coattail, huh? Pulling one another down. Don't know how to appreciate what we have amongst ourselves. The Bible said, know them that labor among you. And that we treat each other kindly. That is a command of God. That the love of God flow amongst the brethren. Oh my God. But I'm just scratching my head and trying to figure out why is there so much division in the house of God um how is it that we don't let a spirit of division envy strife enter into the body of believers hmm his own son <laughs> because he felt like his daddy didn't deal with his half brothers raping his sister situation the way he Felt like he should have. Hmm. So he gets bitter. Oh, the church is full of bitter folk. He runs off and gets bitter. Spent years away from David. David allows him to come back. But when he came back, Roe, all that bitterness was in his heart against his daddy. Hmm. Then he convinced the people uh, that was in the nation be on his side because he had something brewing in his heart against his daddy, he hadn't learned how to forgive and let go. Oh, I got you right. Well, I want you. we holding on too long to stuff, and then we wonder why we got a root of bitterness. The Bible describes a root of bitterness, you have to be very careful. It grows and it grows and we have to really watch ourselves uh, because those emotions can get out of control Mm. because we don't know how to address stuff and we don't know how to go to our brothers and sisters and just keep it real. And if we in a spirit of offense, we need to get that thing straight. Because you can't allow that spirit to continue to grow. Mm. Yes, sir. Uh huh. Envy? Yes. 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 Root of bitterness. That's right.
1: Of hatred. That's
0: right. You have to kill that root before it really
1: grows on the inside of you.
0: Mm -hmm. So, why is it that the church is failing to address the issues? Hmm? It's because nationwide
1: the church is closing its eyes or putting blinders on. Uh huh.
0: You just said it right there Uh Hmm. uh-huh
1: but those that allow that to continue on because of membership so god rather have a clean house with two folks in it than a full house with a bunch
0: of hellions in it you got that right Elder. And that's what the church is failing to realize. God going to have a clean house. He's going to have a clean house. Whether he has to get rid of me, whether he has to lay me out, lay you out, uh, whether he has to do a clean sweep, but God going to have a clean church. He's not
1: going to have a house with a whole bunch <laughs> of asses has running wild.
0: He for division. He hates it. Yeah, oh, my God. Uh, we really don't understand how God's attitude gets really boiling when he sees a church that is divided. Hmm. When his folks are bitter. Hmm? When his folk can't get along. Why is it that we can't get along? Hmm? God's gonna get us. <laughs> We can't afford to just let stuff go and and, and then go home and sleep on it, you know, and just keep on going like nothing ever happened. But if it affected you, you need to address it. If it affects you, then you need to talk about it. Huh? Because it's a danger and sweeping stuff under Under the rug. And so many times the church is sweeping stuff under the rug instead of addressing it. So everybody in the equation can get healed. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Oh. Come on, somebody. Yes, sir.
1: Now, I can be feeling so gutted. I see just hypothetically. I'm you. Michael, mean, because Mike mad. I can be so churchy until I see Michael and then anger build up in me. That's a root of bitterness.
0: Uh-huh.
1: And you gotta get rid of it. If any person that's in the house of God affects your attitude. That's right. That's right. You need to take it to God and get it out of you regardless of what's in the other person. That's right. See, we base, it on, person, you. You base it on what's in the other person, but you got to base it on what's in you. Else.
0: That's right. That's right.
1: Come on now. I got to get to the point that I can say praise the Lord, Mike, and mean it. Absolutely. Regardless Absolutely. of whether Mike responds to me or not.
0: Absolutely. You. Out of you. That's
1: because right. guess what? It's your salvation that you gotta work out in fear and trembling.
0: Not Michael's. Mike gotta work out his own. He gotta work out his own. Amen. That's the problem. Learning how to deal with people. If your attitude doesn't shift it, then maybe the issue is within you. And and so it's your responsibility to go to God and say, God, reveal to me what my problem is cuz a lot of times it's not other people it's something that's on the inside of you and it may be a tender spot saints cuz sometimes we have those tender spots and sometimes it don't take much for somebody to strike that tender spot on the inside of you and sometimes you don't even realize it until somebody strikes Ooh, my God. So there's a lot of things internal that we got to go to God and say, God, help me. with this. Help me. I'm struggling. I'm struggling here, God, because I don't want to get off, God. Oh, God, I don't want to displease you, God. I don't want to make a mess. And I don't want to disrupt the flow of with my bad attitude, oh my God, I want to serve you with clean hands and a pure heart. How can I ascend to the heel of the Lord? I gotta have clean hands and I gotta have a pure heart. huh you make sure your hands is clean, huh? You stop going to God about other folks and go to God about you. Hmm? Help me, God. Because you already know, God, what you're dealing with with me. <laughs> you know how I'm wired, God. You know, God, what pushes me, what drives me, huh? what takes me to the edge. God, you already know. Oh, God, you know the innermost part of me, God, like nobody else. When nobody else gets with me, understand? And that's what David did in Psalms 55 Check out Psalms 55 He cried out to God in his anguish He was heartbroken Frustrated Disgusted That his own son Would try to kill him The ones that's close to you the ones that you fellowship with the most. The ones that you walked with. The ones that you shared those, those intimate moments. Those deep things. And they betray you and cut your coattail out of you.
1: Even though his
0: son. That's right.
1: All you got to do is keep loving, because guess what? The end results is in God's hand. That's
0: Although right. Although
1: David wanted his son to live, God didn't want him to live no longer.
0: That's right. You wow. see, that's the thing about it. We may want one thing. And God, God wants something else. Uh huh. <laughs> and, and see. You brought up what I was finna go to next. David told his own men, y'all be careful how you deal with my son. Even though he knew what Absalom was trying to do. He knew Absalom was after him and trying to kill him. But he still told his men, y'all be careful how you deal with my son. Hmm. Because he still loved his son. Huh? He still had a, a respect for the relationship between a father and a son. Oh, we don't have that kind of respect for spiritual fathers and spiritual sons. Oh, my God. Because the spiritual father give us what. God has spoken, and we get attitudes. We can't eat what the spiritual fathers put forth, huh? Because we don't think it's for us. We think it's for everybody else. Huh? We have a hard time receiving from the spiritual father that is trying to feed the flock of God. Huh? Because the word get tight and it get a little sharp and sometimes it cuts you. Oh, but that's what it's designed to do. To mold you and to make you and to shape you into what God would have for you to be. It should affect you. It should push you to think. It should cut you down to the core. Especially if you're walking in your flesh. It should hurt. It should hurt you. It needs to hurt you. Uh huh. Because God is constantly dealing with his people. God is constantly trying to deal and work with his people, giving us an opportunity at this thing called salvation, giving us a chance to get it right before him. You need everything you can from your spiritual father. You better tug and pull on him, ask all the questions you need. Get all the wisdom you need to get because you're going to need it for the journey.
1: Because if it don't hurt your flesh, you can't be saved.
0: You got that right. You got that right. Hmm. So he told the men, be careful how you deal with my son. Still showing mercy. Oh, look at this picture. He's still... After all of this, all this plotting and planning that Absalom and his men is doing, and he knows what it they are up to and knows that they are after his life. Still show mercy. Woo. Ain't that a picture of how God deal with us?
1: You <laughs> open up a can of worms there, girl. Whoa, whoa, whoa. yeah, i open it up,
0: <laughs> First lady, if it had come down your road. Can of worms? <laughs> God know we wretched, evil, slow, full, rebellious, stiff-necked. We'll lie in a heartbeat. We'll cheat God. We'll give up half the week and try to get on the rest of the week. Every time you turn around, you whine and complain about everything. And God done made provisions for you. Open up doors for you. Being kind and gracious and long-suffering toward us. And we still act like we don't appreciate everything that God is doing and what God has done, and yet he still shows. My- Everything that we've been through, it could have killed us. It could have took us out. Uh, Oh, but God showed mercy. Uh, He's so full of mercy. Oh, my God. The Bible says uh, that his mercy endures to all generations uh, with all our wickedness uh, and all of our evil. Uh, I ain't even talking about sinners. Uh, I'm talking about the church. Uh, We're full of crookedness, uh, full of evil. Oh, my God. God, we're desperately wicked the bible says and who can know it all the evil stuff we got on the inside of us and we walk around with our head up in the clouds like we mary poppins in the spirit you ain't that good oh come on here but because god is good and his mercy You ain't all that good. You ain't all that good. I ain't either. You ain't all that good. You don't miss God along the way. We don't miss the mark along the way. So just acknowledge where we are. We are striving. In this thing called life. <laughs> We're just trying to make it. But it's how you go through. <laughs> it's how you strive. Huh? Yes, sir. You got to strive lawfully. According to the laws of God. Woo. My God, you better thank God for mercy. <laughs> All we can think about is COVID, but it's a lot more that God has been merciful on besides COVID, honey. (laughs) COVID is just a little tip on the iceberg when you take a span of your life. And see the mercies of God Everywhere you turn You see mercy, mercy, mercy Everywhere you turn around It's mercy, mercy, mercy He could have cut us off He could have killed us like the thousands that complained and murmured in the wilderness with Moses. He could have cut us off like the thousands that he got angry with, that he was tired of hearing them murmur and complain. You better watch your mouth. You better watch your spirit because God is a hard man to deal with. We wonder why God is purging the earth. Oh my God, we wonder why God is laying out so many folks in record breaking numbers. Have we ever considered that God is disgusted? God may be angry, even in his anger, he still has mercy. Well, he left us here to be a testimony. Don't you take God for granted. Don't you presume the Bible said do not presume on the mercy of God
1: when the individuals or the block do not allow the spiritual father to deal with them, then you are asking God to come deal with you personally. Uh You don't want God to have to come deal with you personally. (laughs) Woo!
0: Ooh, Elder. Lord have mercy. (laughs) Lord have mercy. It's a fearful thing to fall into the hands of the living God. Huh? Absalom, even though he was the son of the king, He found that out the hard way, because God is very particular about his leaders. Hmm? (laughs) After he told his men to treat him mercifully and kindly, remember his son, God figured that thing out so divinely and supernaturally that Absalom was riding on his horse. When he was riding on his horse, and Absalom had some long pretty hair, it was an oak tree that he was riding up under, and his pretty hair got caught up in the oak tree, huh, And by that pretty hair, he was hung, and his horse flew out from under his body. Oh, because God don't play. <laughs> Oh my god the very thing that he was trying to do to the man of god to his own father that he hated god made sure that it happened to him huh be careful how you treat god's anointed god said touch not my yes, anointed. and do my brother do my no, prophets harm. Prophets no harm god is very particular Ooh. And while his pretty hair hung him from the oak tree, one of David's men had three spears and saw his body dangling. And to make sure he was dead, brother-in-law, he speared him in his heart. Uh
1: And you you can grab something else from that, too. That was was something that David could not bring himself to do. And God said, I'm going to handle this matter myself. God said, I'm going to
0: handle it for you.
1: I'm going to handle this matter myself. You ain't
0: got to put a finger to them. When anybody come against you like that, it's called supernatural intervention. God will handle them for you. You won't have to lift a finger. <laughs> huh? You ain't got to fall out in the flow and foam and cry and spit. Huh? Because God already saw it. <laughs> God is very particular over you. You just don't realize you just. It's no real life God has a way uh, of dealing with your enemies the Bible said that he will prepare a table before you in the presence then it said that they will be your footstool. ouch uh, you don't understand the position you have with God
1: hmm wasn't because David was weak. Because David was a man of David war. David
0: was a man of war. He had strategies like no other king to be able to strategize in war and in battle. But this particular situation, woo, it was up to God to handle it. He had to take his hands off of it, huh? And let God intervene, huh? Because his heart was too connected. It's hard to deal with a situation like that when your heart is connected, Marsha. When your heart is connected. Huh? And that was a hard place for the man of God to be in. Because his men was ready to kill him on the spot. But he wanted them to spare his life. And the anguish that the man of God went through when he found out that his son was dead. The scriptures recorded him crying, my son, Absalom, my son, my son. He was heartbroken. He was devastated. But God had to do what God had to do. Because it would have potentially divided a nation. The influence that Absalom had when he came back, it influenced the people in rebellion. Oh, you mean to tell me that one person can influence a crowd of people in rebellion against God? That's why you got to watch, folk, that you hooking up with. Huh? Hmm. Just because you don't want to honor, because you don't want to submit to a leadership, because you don't want to do right by God, huh? You're going to talk other folks out of it because you don't want to do right. Then you spread that spirit. You put seeds in people's mind and in their spirit. I ain't doing that, huh? I ain't coming, huh? Get you? God gonna get you. We have to be so very careful, saints, because what you sow, huh?
1: It's gonna come up come in your garden, you. huh? It's going to come up in your garden.
0: <laughs> Woo! The Bible talks about, in this particular scenario, about David praying to the Lord. And I want to read the scripture. I think Sister Marcia read it as well in Psalms 55. And it starts in verse 17. No, actually, 16. Psalm 55 and 16. As for me, I will call upon God. The Lord shall save me. Evening and morning and at noon. Y'all count that. One, two, three. Will I pray? Oh, so sometimes your little 15-minute prayer in the morning ain't enough. Especially when you're going through hard trial and affliction. That little quickie prayer you doing ain't touch nothing. Huh? It ain't even went up out to the sky. It ain't even pierced the second heaven. And it certainly ain't went to the third heaven. What that little thing gonna do? Huh? Pray a little Chinese prayer before you go somewhere. What, what is that? David said in the evening, in the morning, and and noon. woo! That's called dedication. Can okay, you say you that dedicated to God that you praying that many times. I tell you the answer before I even ask you. No, we playing with it. Because the man of God had that kind of relationship and audience with God, he intervened in his situation without him even asking God to. Woo! That's
1: why we can't see the power of God moving. Don't pray enough. Hmm. Look at this
0: relationship he had with God. It should challenge us today, saints, that maybe we need to do a little bit more to get in tune with God so that we can see the supernatural operating in our life. we worry worried about blessings and trinkets and things and positions and promotions and all of this stuff. It is temporary. Jesus. Woo, it's It fades away as soon as it get here. It's temporary. All this stuff that we get all in a tizzy about, all this stuff that we get all worked up about, and our blood pressure, and our heart rate, and we get headaches, and we can't sleep, and we're so distressed, and we're so troubled, all of it is temporary. It fades away. But what about your relationship? Your consecration with God, it means everything. Hmm. How much time are you spending with God so that you can get a revelation? When was the last time God uncovered something for you so that you can know what's up ahead of you? That takes time, saints. That takes spending time with God. Mm-hmm. some point, you want to put the Bible down. And you're going to have to live. At some point, we're going to have to lay in the presence of God so that God can reveal some stuff. So that God can speak to us and let us know you're getting too close to the edge. You need to close your mouth. Because it's wise that you shut up in this situation. You can't hear that kind of stuff not being in tune with God because God wants to impart wisdom into his people, but we spend so much time away from God. we spend less and less time with God. David learned how to spend intimate time with God. And he built such a relationship with God that God said, he is a man after my own heart. talked about how David danced so much it was more than the dance elder it was his dedication and his consecration to his God he took it serious the problem is the church is not taking God serious some stuff we shouldn't have to have a 40 day fast about if your relationship, your consecration, and your dedication is up, God will give you stuff you didn't ask for. That's what he did for David. He looked out for the man of God. He out for God. So we ought to be able. Everybody look at yourself and say, I got more work to do. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I got some more work to do. Because all the time we spending in prayer meeting and we half missing and half come and half pray and lay and go to sleep. Honey, you need every second, every prayer that you can get. You hear me? (laughs) Hey. You need to pray in the morning. You need to pray while you're walking. You need to pray while you talk. You need to pray all along the way of your journey, huh? Honey, you can't miss out on time with God. All of your time with God is precious because it builds and it builds and it builds and it builds. And you get strength and you get more strength and you get more what? And you get you spent the time laboring before God and stuff don't come up on you so easily (laughs) because God tends to open up your eyes a little bit more when you spend that kind of time with him Uh oh you get a little sharper in the spirit elder Any questions? Y'all looking at me like, Ooh, what's wrong with First Lady? Huh? Elder? Did you have any more? Pastor. The pastor, I see you. Oh, come on now. Are we going to pass the mic around now? It's going to get real juicy. It's going to get juicy now. Praise the
2: Lord, everybody.
0: There's something
2: that stuck out in in the lesson for me, and it deals with the lesson that God gives his people. David was a king. He had all kinds of problems in his house, and he couldn't deal with the problem because of the love issue. And see, sometimes you and I think we're more stronger than what we are. But that natural love issue will cause you to withhold judgment. It will cause you not to be quick to act. It will cause you even to be on the outs with God. David tried everything he could not to have to kill his only son. His own son, brother. His son had embarrassed him. His son had made an Oakland declaration that he was his enemy and he was trying to kill him. But look at God. You can try not to fight, but you're going to have to fight in this fight. You can try not to declare a judgment, but you're going to have to declare a judgment. Well, you know, look... Uh, the, the, his, his, he told his men mm-hmm. not to kill Absalom. Uh-huh. And, and some of you strong folk. Yeah. You are procrastinating the problem longer than what it has to be. Woo! Because you won't take action to destroy your enemy and then the, the after they killed him I mean, he, he had tried to create a cool but you gotta know this that God is not going to let anything go no matter how you wrap your heart around it, cause the of the ultimate objections Objective, you got to love God with all your heart. So all that stuff and all those people you don't wrap your heart around, God's going to make sure. There's going to come a day where you're going to have to make a decision. Are you going to love me or love them? Now his love for Absalom could have killed him. If God would not have protected him, he, the lesson he was a warrior. David knew how to fight. Fighting warfare was not uncommon for David, enemies was no problem for David. But all when to get in your house. So keep on building up your house more than you build up your relationship with God. God got a day when the, the thing you love will be the thing that you wind up running from. Look at David. God has given him a kingdom. His Son rapes his daughter, Uh and he could have asked for her hand in marriage. Uh Then the brother creates hostility and anger, Uh resentment, and he kills his brother. Now, now you 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 may not think about it, but we don't judge harshly harshly when it comes to our kids. That's my baby. If your baby is a devil, you better let your baby be a devil and you be a saint. One thing I can say about Florida, man, if this ain't sermon about Florida, man, she knew all her kids. She'd look at them and say, stop lying. See, you ought to be ashamed of yourself. You need to start telling yourself some of this stuff. You ought to be ashamed of yourself. That lie ain't cough. But no, we don't want to give ourselves no hard talk. That's why we're gonna slide on in the hell. You, you know if everybody here to play some type of baseball, whether stick ball or whatever, you, you always try to cheat or try to get to the, try to get to the second base without getting caught. But can I tell you, God's gonna catch you. God's going to catch me. And when you look at, and I don't know why we as church folks think God is not going to come to our houses. He didn't promise you that your marriage is going to work for eternity. He didn't promise you that that husband was going to stay there until death do you part. He did not promise you that your children gonna love you forever. He didn't promise you that. But when you look at the fact that if David men would not have stepped in, this war could have led, led stayed there for thirty or forty years. Because he did not have the heart to judge and get rid of it quickly. Can't let stuff fester, saints. I know it may be hard, and you, you can't let stuff fester. Because it grows and grows and grows to how many, Over half, was it half of the men uh, went and sided with him. And how and why did David let it go on for that long? That didn't happen overnight. Can I tell you? Stop letting it fester. God done told you to end it, end it. If God done told you to take your hand off, take your hand off. If God done told you to stop, stop. You prolonging it. And you might be the one that lost, that is lost after all. Now, he said, two messengers. Uh Lord have mercy. How many messages you going to get from God? Oh, you thought it was for the pastor. Pastor, I had a dream of a man running. (laughs) And I know it had to be about you. If you saw the man running, it was about you. You just too dumb to interpret. I saw a dream of a man running and then there was another man about to catch the other man. But no, you missed it. The last man overrun the first man. Because you're trying to be so spiritual. If it was just one man, it was going to be a good message. If it's two men, it's a bad message. Some of y'all got a bad message that's trying to catch up to you, and you trying to be spiritual. I'd have stayed down there if the Lord had left. But y'all was getting ready to miss a nugget. We expect, we don't expect God to come in and cause us to deal harshly with situations that need to be dealt harshly. We want to stay in the smooth, soft love fact. In order to be a king, in order to be in the kingdom of God, number one, you need to deal harshly with you. If you can't tell yourself, man, woman, boy, girl, you need to get up, stop having a pity party, stop lying about what God is doing, because God ain't doing it. Lamont, you going to work uh, 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 eight hours a day. And God said, that's your money, but I want a tenth of it. He's talking about the the Lord's money. No, you ain't giving it all to the Lord. (laughs) We're missing the misunderstanding the fruit of our labor with the blessings of God. You want to see how, how much God will bless you? Don't go to work. Lamont, watch what comes in the house. Watch what comes in the house. If you don't put no fruit in labor, you ain't going to get no works. They coming and ain't staying too long, cause ain't nothing need. We are missing out on God because we have gotten carnal. That is a sign that David had gotten carnal. Get rid of your carnal nature. <laughs> I love her. the embarrassment. My son slept with one of my wives out on the rooftop so everybody in the kingdom could see him. My enemies don't even do that. Stop calling them a son. That's an enemy. Stop calling your enemy friend. God didn't view Absalom as David's son. He viewed him as an enemy that needed to be destroyed. It's your responsibility to get rid of him. Crying out to God week after week, month after month, because you don't want to do your job. They're a liar, they're a cheat, and they're a thief. Oh, but then my babies, one day the Lord gonna say, Did God tell you that? God ain't wrestling nobody and chaining nobody up in the church. He got the demons chained up in hell. Or under the earth, he's going to let them go one day. Come on, saints. It's time for us to get this now, Lamont. What are you going to do about your enemies? Hallelujah, ain't going to handle it. Thank you, Jesus, ain't going to work. You ever wondered why, when it came down to the church, the Bible said for the folks that's supposed to be insane, after the first and second admonition, you put them out? When are you going to put out some of these folks? When are you going to stop dealing with these folks that ain't none? Ain't, they, they call you and all they got to do is tell you something bad. When are you going to stop? That's your enemy. He's trying to discourage you from coming to the house of God. You already got it back. I don't care how many smiles you put on your face. care how are you lie and say, oh, I'm blessed in highly faith. David was too. You see what he got? Uh-huh. Come on now. Tell me wasn't blessed. But he got he Because he refused to make a difference between the clean and the unclean. Come on, saints. Come on, saints. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to repeat this and I'm going to let it go. This is a day for you to get all your dead clats off the line. That includes you with your stinking, nasty disposition. You know what's in you. You know what you're dealing with. You know what is surrounding you. Stop making excuses before it's everlasting too late. Everlasting too late. Now it could have been different. If God was displeased with David, he could have let Absalom kill him and take the kingdom. Now, you know what disobedience does. Sin of witchcraft, but it also causes God to judge you. He was running and praying when he should have been fighting. He was a man of war. That's what he was called to do. Fight. Oh, Lord, can I look at you, Elder? Can I just look at you? Why won't you just Fight. He didn't say win. He said fight. The winning is God's. You fight. It's going to get worse. Folks going to pretend like God is right on their shoulder talking to the, in their ear and they're going to lie. But the fruit is not going to match up with their mouth. You hear me? Their fruit is not going to match up with their mouth. How long are you going to hinder the move of God in your life to make you strong? See, we miss out on something. God didn't call no weak saints. You got to be strong to make a decision. And walk in your decision. The, the problem when a saint can't make a decision and walk in it, they weak. And I was talking to God about a situation Marsha told me about. And you know what makes folks weak? I'm going to show you what God showed me. Don't come to church. You're weak. Because you ain't eating the word of God. And the word of God is what makes you strong. That's right. That's right. Awake, O Zion, and put on strength. Where you going to get it from? The word of God. Awake out of your slumber. Get up out of your sleep and put on strength. You know, that should be our number one thing today. I need the word of God to strengthen me. Food ain't going to do it, brother Lamont. I ain't eat something that I used to eat. I used to could eat a ton load of oatmeal. I can't even eat that now. I'm like, what's going on? So I left the oat in the meal in the box. You know what I said, Tina? Something ain't right. I ain't changed that much. They done changed something. Saints. I'm just let me let me let me rephrase this. I'm talking to the ones that want to be saved. If you don't want to be saved, you ain't got to listen to nothing I say. And guess what? I ain't checking behind none of you. (laughs) I don't even checking behind my kids. Are you saved? When it's time to cross over. When it's time for God to send protection in the land. When it's time for God to fight the enemies. Of the saints of God. Then you're going to know whether you're saved or not. If the Lord turn you over to what you're fighting. You ain't saved. Because he ain't saved you. He ain't delivered you. Y'all missing out on a whole lot of stuff. I got a few problems. You ain't saved. You and the devil got a, 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 a y'all got a, a, a temporary problem. I'll go to church and I'll be back.